Libby and the General, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Call or text into the show right now. 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare studio, here's News Channel 5's John Burton and Patton Cook. Pat, what happened to that beautiful 70-degree weather we were enjoying the last couple of days? I was stuck in Indy on what normally are my TV days off. But, hey, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. What, ha- what happened? I wake up this morning, it's cold and rainy. What, what's going on? Well, John, to make it even weirder, at 5 a.m. when I was coming in here, shorts and a T-shirt was just fine. Uh, it was maybe 65 degrees. So the temperature is dropping is what you're telling me. Yeah, after that rain has swept through, the cold bitterness yeah. has swept through with it. Well, on that happy note, good morning, everybody. Yes. It's JB and the General, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Happy to have you with us on a hump day, as Leland Statham likes to say. John Burton, Pat and Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We're presented by the Omni Nashville hotel you can reach us on social media because that's what all the cool kids are doing at nash sports radio on all major social media platforms patents on x at uh, patent underscore cook you can reach me on twitter x at john burton 3234 patent a lot going on uh, obviously mm. the combine the titans uh boy you can really tell <laughs> you ever notice like the teams that don't have a, a national following they just have them go nice and early in the combine because Normally, all the head coaches and general managers speak at the Combine. Although the Pittsburgh Steelers, the team I used to cover, how about this? Like Mike Tomlin, he never talks at the Combine. He's never, like, he just doesn't do it. He just doesn't do it. Hmm. And usually whoever the GM is speaks at the Combine, and that's all you get from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, Omar Khan, a guy that I knew and, uh, you know, when I worked there, he he's the uh, general manager now, the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had a he had a, a death in the family. His father passed away, so he's tending to that. And so you think Mike Tomlin would pick up the bat and just be like, "All right, let me you know let me go out there and talk." He still didn't talk. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be the only team whose representatives are not talking at the at wow. the NFL Combine and talking to some of my old Pittsburgh colleagues. You yeah, know, they're not, not a big off season at all for the Steelers. No, exactly. You know, you got you know. There's all kinds of questions. Are they going to trade for Justin Fields? Are they going to sign maybe Ryan Tannehill now that Arthur Smith's their OC? All that kind of stuff. And, yeah, it's just, it's just crickets. So I feel bad for the Steeler reporters that, you know, made their way uh, to, to Indy for the Combine to cover the, the Steelers portion of it, and they got really nothing to talk about. Well, and I'll say this. Even though I don't agree with it, if they would have put Arthur Smith up on that podium, I think Steelers fan would have self-destructed and obliterated. They are not happy about that hire. I had to go on Steelers Nation radio yesterday as an aside. We'll get to we'll get to everything going on here locally in just a second. Um, and uh, your basketball team with a, with a miracle win. What a win. Jeez. Both of them, actually. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> my, and my, the Cavs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And my team, yeah, and Vandy, too. Uh, my team, you know, everybody's hurt, so we're probably going to, whatever. Anyway, uh, I had to go on Steelers Ra- uh, Nation Radio with uh, a couple of guys that I I know very well, Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and Dale Lolly from uh, uh, the paper in Washington, PA. And, you know, I basically had to talk them down off the ledge, you know? <laughs> and they were like, well, I mean, I, I, guys... If you run the football, Arthur Smith 
is an effective play caller. He can make things happen on yep. play action. It's it's better than Matt Canada, who was their OC anyway. So it it was that was pretty funny. But I uh, saw a lot of people I hadn't seen in a while, and so it was really cool. Uh, you know, my one day our one day experience at the NFL Combine. Where was I going with this? But anyway, it's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yes, uh, Titans at the Combine, and obviously Rand Carthon talked yesterday, uh, Brian Callahan talked yesterday, we're going to hear from both of them throughout the, uh, throughout the show. 1025, I want to let everybody know, Shay Ralph, the Vanderbilt women's basketball coach, Commodore's having a great season, she's yes. going to join us at 1025, they're at Missouri tomorrow, um, really nice of, of Vanderbilt to make her available, because originally they were going to be traveling at this time. She wasn't going to be available. They emailed me back and said, hey, our travel plans have changed. Do you still want Coach to come on? I said, absolutely, awesome. we want Coach to come on. So uh, we're looking forward to talking with Shay Ralph at, just, at 1025. Just for the listeners, I'm sure they changed their travel plans for us. Uh, for well, our show. duh. I mean. Uh, it's the JB and the General yeah, show. We'll, we'll call their bluff on this one. Exactly. Of it's the JB and the General show. I mean, we're, you know, we, 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 we dictate policy yes. here in Nashville, Tennessee. Move mountains. It, here in Nashville. No doubt about it. But how about the Vanderbilt men getting a win last night? Boy, that was – they needed that, did uh, they not? Yeah, if any team needed a win, uh, the Commodore certainly did. And uh, whichever way you look at it for the Vanderbilt side, maybe paper, papering over the cracks a little bit, but Vin Allen Lubin last night. Oh, it's, listen, it's a Band-Aid on a hatchet wound, but, you know, it, you take what you can exactly get. Exactly, is what it is. Then Alan Lubin last night was terrific, had the key play of the game, got the offensive rebound off a free throw, got the and one that pushed the lead to five with under a minute to go. And But, John, when you look at it from the Arkansas perspective, a team that was picked, I believe, third yeah. <laughs> heading into the SEC right now, they are uh, right now, I 14 believe. 14 and 14, 5 and 10 in the SEC. Yeah, 12th in the, uh, in the conference right now, just self-destruction. Uh, right now for Arkansas, but Vanderbilt, nice win. Yeah, Stackhouse was happy to talk to the media last night. Well, I'm, I'm sure. Glad, I'm glad he made himself available. It, Manuel had 22. A uh, Ty Lawrence had 21. Lubin had 19. I mean, geez, they shot 51 percent from the field and Not, led for a lot of that game. Yeah, too. Well, good for them. I'm listen. I'm happy for them. We don't know what the future of that program holds, but you know, you're happy to see them. Yep. You know, get a dub and 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 you know just for one night feel good about themselves because it has been obviously a very, very, you know, rough season. Uh, huge game for Tennessee tonight, taking on Auburn. Can't be looking ahead to that game no. at Alabama on Saturday. you got to take care of business. You're at home. You know, Auburn is really good, but Tennessee's been great at home. Uh, they're 11-3, and three, and, of course, they in Alabama. Did Alabama play last night? Don't believe no, so. they No, they played a night. They play at Ole Miss tonight. Okay, so there you go. So depending on what happens, Tennessee might find itself alone in first place atop the SEC rankings because right now they're both they and Alabama both eleven and three. So uh, two huge games tonight in the SEC, setting up that showdown Saturday night in T Town as Tennessee takes on Alabama. So uh, huge doings there. And we got a good question on the text line yesterday. The resume that Tennessee can have if they go on to win out, it's number one seed in the NCAA tournament level. Yeah, so. they're 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 going to be in the mix, right? Absolutely. And obviously, we know when you get a when you get a one seed, it it conceivably right. You know, <laughs> eases your road to the Final Four. I don't know. I'm almost ready to make that bold prediction, saying this this is going to be the year for Tennessee. 
Now, if they don't make it, you know, Mulehead and Dana Dane and Volboy are going to blame me for it, especially Mulehead. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. You know, let's see how this week goes. If they yep. they run the table this week, beat Auburn at home, and go to T-Town and beat Alabama, look out. Like you said, they are definitely in line for a one seed. It's, it's the definition of peaking at the right time, beating all these teams all ranked within the top 20. It's big-time matchups for Tennessee, and they've proven to play well, uh, I think, really, John. In the big games, that hasn't been their problem this season. No, you're right. A&M was, I mean, really the only egg that they've laid so far. At really, really well, laid South Carolina egg. losing to South True. Carolina at home was, was you know, that was that was a bit unexpected. But, you know, you saw the way that game turned out or played out, right? Where they just, everybody else, nobody else was willing to, to, to take a shot. And they just kind of waited around for Dalton mm-hmm. Connect to save them, and it didn't happen. But they've... They learned a valuable lesson that night, and we've seen them in tight games. Other guys have stepped up, right? Absolutely. So, Predators win again six in a row, Patton. They beat the Senators 4-1 last night at Bridgestone. I did not see any of that game. I was asleep. I was exhausted yesterday. But, uh, man, Yossi with a power play goal. McCarron scored. Yossi had a couple of goals. The captain stepping up last night. I mean... I mean, we uh, make your plans, Nashville. <laughs> I don't know what you got going on this spring, but I think there's going to be playoff hockey returning to Nashville, Tennessee. Broadway's going to be jumping for at least a couple of games. And, uh, you know, I know we ask this question every day, but what do we do with the trade deadline now? As the wins stack up, you wonder if the likelihood decreases uh, for any moves. I'm not so sure, but... I a- still say, I maintain what no, I said I know. on Monday... That you know, if you get a good haul for Soros, I think you got to take advantage of it because, like I said, it'd be great to make the playoffs. I guess, you know, this is not a Stanley Cup contender in it's, my it's mind. It's such a unique position, though, John, because I think for the kind of local who watches every single Preds game, falls along with the beat. Mm-hmm. But for the national, I would imagine if they do trade UC Soros, what are they uh, doing on Why the back would they of do a that? on the You're back the- of a huge win streak? Right. I mean, right now they're. You know they've got as many points as the Kings. Uh, you know they're they're solidly in second in the in the right. uh, wild card standings, five points ahead of Calgary. Uh, the Kings have two games in hand over them. They played fifty eight games. The Predators have played sixty, but they're both sitting there at sixty eight points. So unless there's a major collapse here in the right. last uh, was it twenty two games, mm-hmm. they're going to the playoffs. They might be the first wild card when it all plays out. Yes, yeah, sure, sure does seem that way. But it's like we talked about. It's the it's the bigger picture. It's not what this year has been. It's the past five years. They know some moves have to be made, some newer faces, and they've done that with some of the younger pieces that they brought in. And I like a lot of those guys. But yeah, I, I'm not sure what they're going to do. And I, I'm I'm glad I'm not Barry Trotz because I, I think he's got a predicament. It's a good problem to it have. It is a good problem. It is. Yeah, Nashville SC back in action tonight. Champions Cup, second leg against Mocha Chocolata. Creole uh, Lady Mama Lad. Yes, all all of that uh, for sure. Uh, Big questions whether or not some of the stars will play. Mukhtar, Surridge, both did not make the squad this past Sunday. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really long-term, probably more cautionary. I'd imagine maybe Walker Zimmerman would get a run out tonight. 60 minutes or so came on as the substitute on Sunday. But 
like we talked about, you got a three nothing lead coming into this game. Right. Uh, you, you've got all you have to do is not lose by four goals Correct. or more, and you're you're moving on. Yeah. Lose by three, and you go into extra time, stoppage time, however you want to say it. But uh, yeah, got a hell of a cushion uh, going into tonight's match, and uh, Lionel Messi and Inter Miami are just kind of kicking their feet up, waiting for who their next matchup will be in the uh, Concacaf. Champions Cup. All right, so wait a minute. If they lose tonight three nothing, then they go to extra time because it's basically a tie. It's like Correct. a tie game. It, it, it yes, it will go into extra time. You'll have the usual two fifteen minute, minute halves, and then and then go to go, go to PKs. Yep, that's crazy. So uh, all that is highly unlikely, that right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, all you got to do is look back at the the you really just got to look at the highlights for Mocha in, in Nashville SC and there's a pretty, they just look slow compared yeah. to Nashville SC they just you know they they are they are definitely a notch below yeah Nash, I, Nashville I, SC I don't know this for sure I would imagine there are some guys on that team who have other jobs uh, teachers yeah stuff yeah. like just uh, the league is not as big the financial component is not as big so mm-hmm. there's a clear talent gap but. Uh, Nashville can't handle it lightly. They've never really been in a position like this before, John. I was thinking back, have they been in a position where they've got this huge lead? How do they handle it? Usually they're kind of the, the scrappy underdog going into games. They handled the first leg nicely. I'm interested to see how they handle uh, leg number two with the lead that they do going into it. And like you said, assuming that they advance tonight, which uh, the smart money seems to be yeah. that they will, yep. you got Lionel Messi and Inter Miami waiting in the wings, and of course, they staged that classic championship game in the uh, League's Cup uh, tournament back in the summer. Great game, and you know, anytime Messi is involved, you uh, you definitely have to uh, it's pay attention to that. Yeah, it's huge. Absolutely massive. Uh, <laughs> it's not just the United States that will buy the uh, Apple TV subscription for the MLS <laughs> this season. It, it is all over the world, and I mean that in every... Every possible way, but yeah, big time uh, matchup. March seventh will be that first game. Uh, it'll be Inter Miami first at home, and then uh, the second leg, I believe, will be back here at Geodas Park. And that place will be rocking. Oh yeah, absolutely rocking. Massive. So as we mentioned, uh, that, that gets you caught up on everything. Uh, we're gonna get into some Titans talk here. Shea Ralph will join us at ten twenty-five. Why don't we do this? Why don't we break a little early? We'll come back. We'll play. Uh, in case you missed it, what Rand Carthon had to say yesterday, what Brian Callahan had had to say yesterday, and uh, if you heard it and you're hearing it again, your reaction six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. You can also text us uh, as well at the same number. We're just getting started on a rainy, cold Wednesday edition of JB and the General WNSR. <clears throat> Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. 
Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. JB and the General, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, on a Wednesday. We're going to hear from... uh, the Titans reps at the Combine yesterday. I was there, Patton, and, uh, you know, observed some things. Brian and I were there and, uh, you know, we're able to talk to uh, Callahan and uh, Carthons, the CNC Music Factory, as far as the Titans go. And uh, we'll get uh, some reaction there. But uh, does media, does it feel like it gets bigger every year? Oh, dude, it's, it's you know, what? it's probably the b- third biggest thing in the offseason. Wow. Or like the second biggest thing in the offseason. Biggest thing, obviously, the draft. Sure. Right? And and I, I would say the Combine, you know, like I said, I'm old enough to remember when there was no media allowed at the NFL Combine. No cameras, no footage. Maybe certain select sports writers were allowed to go there. Like, you know, somebody like a Peter King or somebody mm, like yeah. that or a Paul Zimmerman from, from Sports Illustrated. Guys like that. But you didn't see you didn't see or hear anything coming out of the Combine. You knew it existed. 
but you never saw or heard anything out of it. And then once they decided, yeah, you know what, let's televise it. You know, when the NFL Network came about yeah. in the early days, they had nothing to put on TV, and somebody came up with the idea, well, why don't we televise the Combine? And it, it's just grown year after year after year because everybody knows who all these players are. You mm-hmm. can watch all the collegiate games now during the season as opposed to when I was a kid, you only got regional telecasts, right? And, you know, where I lived, well, we had Syracuse, and they, they sucked. And so, you know, <laughs> we had to wait till 3.30 to whatever the ABC National game was yeah. or later on CBS. Now we have access to all the players either on social media, YouTube, or whatever. So everybody out there thinks they're a draft expert. And now, you know, everybody's a GM. Everybody thinks they know what their team needs. And now you can right. actually watch these guys perform, and it's just become a – Kind of, kind of ridiculous that the the ratings. Wait till you see the ratings. You know, oh, yeah. the players start working out tomorrow. Wait till you see the ratings that this that this thing gets. It's 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 incredible. I'm All shamefully right. gonna. You're gonna be watching. I'm gonna be adding to those. Ratings. You're gonna be watching so. dudes bench press and cone drill and vertical jump and forty yard dash. They have all, all the alternative uh, broadcasts. The, yeah, forty uh, yard dash can. I don't know. It's, you're that guy. It's, it's it's embarrassing. You're that guy. But it's fine. I gladly accept it. You're telling me you're that guy. That guy. That guy. Speaking of that guy, we haven't heard from him in a while. Vandy Clay calls the morning after a Commodore win, a uh, big win. And what did he say? He says he's he's got something. He's got like a major announcement. or he, He's got a huge call is what he said. All right, Clay. I'm not sure if we're ready for this, but go ahead. Just let First me talk, Greg. <laughs> First of all, let me start in my regular voice and say congratulations to both you guys for your new show. Thank you. Thank you. I will be a regular listener and an often caller because my retirement from radio has now ended. Well, thank goodness for that. Breaking news, folks. Vandy Clay mm-hmm. ends retirement. Mm-hmm. We'll, call, we'll call Sports Talk Radio again. Now, this is very important to my announcement. Okay. Is one Mr. Greg... Pouget listening, you think? Oh, probably. Poggy! <laughs> you retired from daytime radio. I've had to change my medication. I'm depressed. Wake up. I'm in the driveway. We're going to lunch. Hide the shotgun. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. You don't need Robin to come out there with the shotgun to shoo you away. So, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Patton? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just hearing shotguns and medications. I don't think that's a good combination. (laughs) (laughs) Now, seriously, before I get to my comments about the game, Mm. I wasn't wasn't joking. I I really don't know. It's really fun for me because you guys know how Greg and I went back and forth on the radio. Oh, yeah. We really did. We We had some legendary back and forths for sure. But I'm going to tell you something. I do, man. I love that dude. I mean, he is one funny dude, and I do consider him a friend, and I am going to miss him. But anyway, um, you know, guys, last night, and John, you were sleeping, mm. so I guess you didn't see any of the game. Breaking that's news, a lie. I, 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 that's a lie. I went out for a white claw, and I just I was going to watch the highlights before I went to bed, and I fell asleep. Okay. Uh, breaking news: Vanderbilt finally shoots over fifty percent. Yeah, fifty-one percent. Yeah, for a game all year. But, um, Patton, did you see any of the game? I did. I watched a lot of it. Well, you know, Patton, 
And Stack said this, that Ben Lubin, you know, really hadn't been 100%, but he said, you know, when they've won some of these games recently, that he'd finally gotten healthy. And this kid last night to me, if you remember some of the plays where he just drove right around their big man to the goal, I mean, this this is a guy I haven't seen all year. I mean, yep. he's quicker. He's he's becoming a legitimate, you know, big man where Vandy's got some kind of an answer in the post. And, you know, I, I don't know how many more games we're going to win. I know we're not headed to the postseason, but like I said, when we win, I think it's good for the kids. I mean, it shows they haven't quit. They're still playing hard. and Yeah, that was a good sign seeing with, that, going on the road and getting a win where, you know, uh, you know, we didn't see, you know, this team fight this hard, you know, with Bryce Drew when he went when he took the you know the golden sombrero in the SEC. A few well, years ago. And, and no matter who the head coach is, Clay, I, I think that's a that's a guy you want next year. Uh, no matter what happens this year, next year you're going to need pieces like that. It's taken him a while to adjust the SEC play. He's not really been used to this night in night out elite play every night. Right. I tell you, um, Ezra Munyan, I'll, I'll say it one more time. Maybe I've said too much already about the guy, but, you know, they cut it to one point, as you probably know, Patton. And once again, with three seconds to go, he's just money at the free throw line. I'm telling you, I have so much respect for that dude because this team's not going anywhere as far as postseason. That kid is a flat-out winner. He's a dog, man. He's a dog. That's the best thing you can – that's the highest compliment you can give him. He is a dog. He's not a D-O-G dog. He's a D-A-W-G. Uh, JB, he's a D-A-W-G dog. That's right. <laughs> he is. So from, maybe from now on it'll be, JB, Titan. <laughs> Doesn't quite sound as good as when you said, Pogay. But, uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll work with you, man. We'll yeah. work with you. We'll get there. Yeah. See you, boys. <laughs> All right. Bye, Clay. So what was his major announcement, that he's coming out of retirement? Yeah, he from is sports talk? Brett Farving out of retirement Oh, okay. Right now. Well, you know, thank goodness for that. And proclaimed his affection for Greg Pouget. Yeah, well, you know, we all love Greg. I'm looking at that shot that Struce hit last night for your Cavaliers. Look at the smile on your face. That was an incredible shot. Beautiful. 59-footer. Wow, and had Austin Carr on the call last night yeah. for the Cavs, which Mis- is Mr. just Mr. Cavalier, just terrific, terrific yeah. broadcaster Austin. Carr. Going deep in the rock, fall back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love Austin Carr. Love he, he is Mr. Cavalier. I mean, obviously yeah. LeBron's the greatest Cav ever, but Austin Carr, as even before my time, was that guy was a baller and a half. Yep, really and he was. loves the Cavaliers. All right, what do we got from the uh, Titans yesterday? We got any more calls? Uh, no calls, All but right. lots and lots and lots of sound from yesterday. First up, Carthon, of course. According to the NFLPA, John, you've got all these cap numbers, but the NFLPA put out theirs, not taking into account the upcoming draft numbers, but the number one cap space in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans, Rain Carthon, talking about the strategy coming up for the draft and free agency in the coming weeks. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of cap space. That's what you know. Everyone is talking about um, and how much we have, but we have to spend wisely. 
Um, you don't want to just load up and just go, you know, and spend money. You know, again, we're trying to build a long-term consistent thing. Um, and, and you, you can't do that spending all 90 million out front. We got to be patient. We got to position ourselves that there are going to be guys that come free in June and July, like when we got D hop, um, that we have to have the space for, um, and be able to afford it. And plus we have to have money for operating costs moving forward throughout the fall, which, you know, I think for most of the season, we were in the top five, um, and having space available. So, um, we plan to be active, um, but we, we're going to be patient and, and let everything come to us. I have no issues with what he just said. You know, I think that's a smart way to go about it. You can't just spend, spend, spend. This, this isn't like baseball. You're not the L.A. Dodgers where you right. can just, you know, or my <laughs> Yankees just go out and just spend, 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 and, you know, no cap and all this yeah. kind of stuff. It's good to have the money, but be smart about how you use it. Well, and it's, it's also, I, I hadn't really thought about the, the D hop point because that's a guy they didn't get until right up until training camp. Right. So I mean that that's a that's a piece that you want to be able to get if you can. And that was really the main problem, John, for a lot of teams. They just didn't have the space to get DeAndre Hopkins when he did end up coming uh, available. So it it is massive. And also he made the point uh, this year. Of course we want to be competitive, but for the following years, it's okay to save a few million for for next year and the in in the years to come. Well, if we're being realistic, right, we're not expecting this team to be uber competitive this year. So you right. do have to think about down the road. Now, that being said, I was on with Darren yesterday. And by the way, I meant to tell you, great job holding down the fort yesterday. Thank you. Great job. I got, everybody was texting me, oh, my God, Pat, Pat. I'm like, well, duh, that's why he's here. You know, he knows, I appreciate he, it. He knows what he's doing, right? Uh, you know, I was on with Darren yesterday, and I, and I told him, and I've told you before, you know, if you're smart, you know what you're doing with all the cap space they have, a premium draft position at seven, eight draft picks scheduled to have. Yep. If you know what you're doing, you do this right, you can, you can flip this in a year. Now, a lot of it has to do with, you know, what's Traylon Burks going to do? What, what is Levis going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, the replacements they need to make on the offensive line and the defense, what are they going to do, et cetera, et cetera. But you can flip this in a year if you know what you're doing. Yeah, you're... AFC South division foe is no other case study. Exactly. Houston, Texas. The Houston, Texas. We thought four wins maybe this year. Yep. And they won the damn thing. And, you know, they won the, you know, they, they won the, they won the division and a playoff game. They got to round two of the playoffs. Yep. But anyway, so I like Carthon's approach. I think it's solid. And uh, trust me, you know this as well as I do. When the free agency period opens and maybe the Titans go a couple of days and they, in, and fans see a guy that they wanted to come here, go somewhere else. They're going to be flooding yep. social media. What are they doing? You know, Sal like lost his mind a couple of years ago. John Robinson's asleep at the wheel. What are we doing? <laughs> what did what did Rand Carthon just say? You got to be patient. You got to spend smart, spend wise, and you can't just chew up all that extra money that you have because you have to save some. You have to sign your rookie class. Mm-hmm. You have to have you know an emergency fund. In case someone gets hurt or somebody becomes available late in the off season, like D Hop did last year, so those are those are factors too. And perfect example, remember the year Jonathan Cyprian got hurt, right? And he he looked like he was going to have a really good year for the Titans. He yeah. got hurt like second day of camp. Well, they I was there by the way. As you the know, were just, you really? Yeah, was yeah. just on the sidelines. Watching. I love Sip. Shout out Sip. Yep. He was he was a good guy and a, and a good player. Or was going to be a good player. But they were able to get Kenny Vaccaro in here. Mm-hmm. Vaccaro, Vaccaro. I always get his name wrong. He he, he, he he corrected me on live TV one day. It was embarrassing. 
But hey, it's his name, you know. Yep. I, I should be able to. I should know how to say it right. But anyway, but remember, Kenny played really well really when did. he was here. Ended up getting a you know a contract, contract, a second contract. Yep. So you got to have that money available as well. So I have no issues with Rand Carthon's approach to having all that cap space. And really, that that first day of legal tampering, uh, mm-hmm. quote unquote, mm-hmm. that's when the big money is spent. So right. as a fan, that you want your team in the mix there. I wonder how involved they've got the money to be pretty involved in that first day. I'm wondering how how kind of strong and aggressive they are in that first day. Yeah, uh, Darren asked me yesterday, uh, by the way, the McFarland show uh, every day, two to four right here on these airwaves, WNSR. Uh, Darren had me on yesterday afternoon and he asked me, he said, where do you think they go first? In free agency, and I said secondary, and he agreed. You agree? What say you? It's I, it's hard to predict. Yeah, it, it is hard. Part of me thinks they're going to get a big time tackle, and that's a guy that usually goes in that first day because I think in something we asked Jimmy, I think they go tackle, draft, and in free really agency. so both. Pretty aggressive. Who's, who's out there free agency wide? I haven't. Um, free agency wise, Jawan Taylor, the uh, Chiefs tackle, okay. is in there. A couple other uh, names I, I can look up, but there's some names. Not you're not going to get a Trent Williams or anything uh, like like well, that. I was going to say, and you got to be careful because Dre Dillard didn't it wasn't exactly he didn't exactly light it up. And no, he, and he I, get, you know. I I didn't pull a quote from him, but Carthon was asked. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned the vision of of guys coming back as Andre Dillard, a part of that uh, vision, and right. he goes, "Yeah, we're we're still taking a look at things." Yeah, I'm like okay, yeah, and he and he said <laughs> he said obviously Dre did not play up to his capabilities right. or whatever it was he said. Yeah, I mean you know, and we know that. Like I said, the one day at camp when Arden Key was eating his lunch, yep. I mean just. That was bad. I remember sitting there going, ooh, they, they paid money if for you this. Came, I will give you credit this. You came in, John, and I, I was like, so how's Andre Diller doing? Because as a fan, you're like, yeah, well, yeah. how's our new left tackle? Yeah, that's the guy we brought in, our new left tackle. You looked at me and goes, you're in trouble. I, I, I said that. I, I go, what? I said that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Don't tell me that. I promise you, did. You, you, you were not sold from the start, and boy, were you ever proved right. So, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I like the secondary um, spot. I, I think they got holes. To but fill. you think? But you think they're going to go tackle, draft, and free agency? I, I think so. I, I, I just, from everything we saw and something we talked about, no one involved in this organization drafted Nicholas Petit Ferrier. Uh, really, the only person involved that had a part of bringing or Dylan Radens. Yeah, or Dylan Radens. Andre Dillard was brought in, not via draft, but Brian Carthon brought him in one way or the right. other. Right. He, yeah, he had, he was familiar with him, obviously, from San Francisco. Exactly. So he's got some sort of ties uh, there with him. But I, I think they're going big in both spots. And to me, that, that's what I want to see. I, you need a young left, uh, left or right tackle, but you also need a veteran in there. Cause I, I wouldn't be surprised if you get four new starters on that line. Yeah. And I'm okay with Skaronsky staying at LG. I think he's a better guard in the NFL fell than a tackle um you know because i know there was a lot of talk when when the line was struggling last last year well why not move you know skaronsky to left tackle he played left tackle in college at northwestern in the big 10 yep you know and he you know he was really good right in his play i just just feel like you know and we're getting real technical here but with the with the arm length and all that kind of stuff i just think he works better as a guard i never was 
on board with the idea, well, let's shift him over to LT now halfway through the season. And, and it wasn't like his play at left guard was clamoring for people to get him out of that spot. Right. Well, I he thought was he was pretty solid. Playing solid at, at left guard next to a bunch of jokers at left tackle, quite frankly. So imagine if he has a, <laughs> an actual pair to go along with at left tackle. I agree with you. I, I think leave him there. You, If you can have a dominant inside presence uh, on that left side, run left was a big part of this offense yep. for, for, for many, many years. And I know it'll be different with Callahan, but right. I, I, I agree with you. And uh, we are required by uh, Tennessee state law to talk about the future of Derrick Henry. They left the door open-ish. Do we have that? All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and hear what Rand Carthon had to say about Derrick Henry possibly re-signing with the Titans. Plus, we'll take your phone calls to the top of the hour, 615-844-5600. Don't forget, Shea Ralph, uh, Vanderbilt women's basketball coach, will join us at 1025. Uh, until then, it's a little Rand Carthon and then your phone calls. Stay with us, WNSR. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? 
or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million. All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King show. Brad, when that news hit, how did you respond? What were your thoughts? I'm always thinking betting first, but from a historical aspect, you know, there used to be debate as far as who the greatest is. It Bear Bryant is it Nick Saban. To me, it's Nick Saban, and I'm not a guy that lives in the moment. I just think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Nine forty-four on WNSR. Coming up, traffic and weather together on the tens. Pat and Cook will get you caught up with everything. Right now, a little Huey Lewis in the news. Power of love on WNSR. Remember that bit? Terrific memory uh, of that, <laughs> or terrifying memory. However you want to. Oh my uh, God! Well, you know, as we said, sometimes you come up with an idea, and sometimes it kills. Other times, it bombs. That you don't idea know until you know. The, exactly that idea of bomb. For those that don't know, we. Uh, we played a little cheesy DJ hit the post contest. Uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I guess now, and it, it was just, months within my uh, yeah. You had just gotten here, here and <laughs> yeah, I put you on the spot, and it, <laughs> Mr. Johnson came in. It was like cut it, cut, cut, stop yep. it right now. <laughs> it did, it did not go well. All no. right, uh, quick segment here, but we want to hear from Rand Carthon his thoughts on. Uh, the future of Derrick Henry. Listen, Titans fans want to know. He even said it, you know, everywhere I go, people, yep. you know, ask me and I get, I get asked every day. I'm sure you get asked every day. What are the Titans going to do with Derrick Henry? Well, Rand Carthon was asked about that yesterday in India at the combine. Here's what he had to say. Oh, Derek and I had a good conversation uh, on the way out, and he knows where we are, and we know where he is. Um, I think you guys that have been around, you know, a year know that we don't really talk about, you know, players' contract status and in, in, uh, in public. Uh, but we'll be well positioned to do whatever we need to do. Um, you know, however, when those conversations that need to be had, we'll have them with Derek and his team. What did you glean from that Titans fan, well, Nashville native, Derek Henry, Mark? Pat and Cook. I don't uh, expect pen to paper anytime soon. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that's about all they could do. But if they wanted to bring off a message that they wanted them, I think they could have done more. It, that's what I was thinking. That's exactly my thought. Which I don't have a problem. Like with they could have came out. It. Like he could have came out and said, "Yeah, you know what? Our our intention, our desire is to bring Derek back. We're going to talk to his reps and yeah. see if we can work something out." It was like, well, you know, I had a nice little talk with him, and you know. I think what it is when he says, you know, at the appropriate time, we'll talk to his reps. It's basically like they're going to sit down, Derek, and his reps and say, what are you looking for? Yeah. Here's our price. What is yours? And I, I have a feeling. I, I don't even maybe this is incorrect. I don't know if Derek will have a price to come back I, to me. And Darren has got a promo running on it right yeah. now. <laughs> that farewell to the fans. The more that more sounded to me like a it, guy that knew what his future yeah. was going to be or had a pretty good idea what his future was going to be, no? Right. right, and I think even if Mike Vrabel were still the head coach, I still don't think he'd be coming back. But especially now, Mike Vrabel isn't that guy, and the offense that we see is going to be different. Uh, both GM and head coach have said that. 
the odds are they're stacking in the wrong direction if you want Derrick Henry to come back. Yeah, so, you know, listen, the door is still slightly ajar, I guess. You know, I guess we can say that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I, I'm still on board less than 5% chance that he resigns. You're, what, in that 15 range? Right, 15. Teresa 15. says it's 50-50. Yeah. And Teresa, we love you, but. I don't know how you could listen to that right there and say 50-50. Um, now, maybe the Titans are 50-50 on it, but I think it's more convincing Derek because well yeah yeah go ahead because I just think the way the Titans stand right now of course they'd love to have a a guy like Derek Henry come back for a nice price to Mm -hmm. lead some of these young guys but I don't think Derek's in the position to come back for a rebuilding football team and right anytime he's stepped in front of Mike he mentioned Super Bowl John right I don't think the Titans Titans probably not a Super Bowl contender next year okay if we're being honest again not a Titans fan. I am a yeah. friend of Titans fan. I'm just telling you as your friend, right. Titans fans, you're probably not a Super Bowl contender next year. Prove me wrong. Love to see it. Uh, right. And I think a lot of people were not, you know, I, I think the fans, the majority of the fans are just basing this on, you know, if, if, if he moves on, how could the quote unquote Titans get rid of Derrick Henry? But we need to factor in what does Derrick want? It sounds like, hey, I'm 30 years old. Clock's ticking on my career. I want a shot at a ring. I want to go to a contender. I want to win. I want a chance. You know, I want to. I want to go back to making. You know, playing in big time playoff games and with a chance to go to the Super Bowl and maybe win it. No, and really, other than Amy Adams Strunk, when he first got here, John, there's nobody left. Right, Derrick Henry's reign in Tennessee. I mean, everybody's gone. <laughs> everybody, everybody, nobody. It's maybe Byard's gone, right? Maybe the chef is still there at St. Thomas Sports Park, but that is about it. Yeah, and so you know, really, the only thing the Titans can sell him because he's going to have to come back at a reduced rate, you would think. You know, the only thing you can sell him, hey, you got a chance to be this franchise's all-time leading rusher, which I'm sure is probably intriguing to him. And you know, the fact I could play my entire career with one team that means a lot for players. Trust me. You know, we we do the podcast with Keith. Yep. He didn't quite get to you know play his entire career with the Titans, but he almost did. And I will say this though, John, I, I was kind of going through the running backs that are available. Yeah, I do wonder about Derek's value because you've got you got Saquon, Jacobs, Pollard. Jacobs, Tony P, DeAndre Swift, AJ Dillon, Singletary, Zach Moss, J.K. Wow. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. Zach Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, all those guys are going to hit the market. And all those guys are considered more three-down back-ish than Derek. And that's a factor, too. And all younger. All younger, and they're all, you know, Derek is probably still not considered a three-down back. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yeah. Going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. So, Titans fans, we, uh, we hear you. We understand. You love this guy. You want this guy to stay in two-tone blue. But if it doesn't happen... You know, you don't need to go flooding the Titans with shade right. and, and calling their front office and, and, and complaining and, and accusing them of, quote unquote, getting rid of him. No, it's it's business, man. These things happen, you know, so we'll see what happens, man. All right. We'll uh, take our last break for hour number one. More phone calls. Shay Ralph will join us at 1025. Until then, it's you, me and the general WNSR.
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland. And Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the GOAT conversation with this win. I'm calling him Michael Jordan, essentially, because he's taking other people's rings. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes. He's that good. If you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes, you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes, GOAT-level kind of guy. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WMN. JB and the General WNSR, great to have you with us on a Wednesday. I am back from the NFL Combine. Patton held down the fort yesterday. Titans spoke yesterday about uh, the draft, free agency, all that good stuff. Some good, 
some decent inf- information coming yeah. out of both those guys. And Patton, we talked about it yesterday, and I talked about it with Darren too. It seemed like they really, really put the emphasis on, hey, we are on the same page. We are kumbaya. We are simpatico. Carthon said, Brian is my partner in this, and we are together. And Callahan said, I love working with Rand. He's a people person. It seemed to me like they really wanted everybody to know that unlike perhaps the previous administration, <laughs> we are all in sync. We are all aligned. We are linked hand-to-hand, and here we go into the offseason. I mean, heck, I mean, I, I saw them have matching friendship bracelets I thought, on. I thought uh, one was going to, like, bring a ring to the other and flowers. Right? Yes. I mean, don't you think they made an emphasis to uh, let the public at large know, i.e. the fans, hey, we're all on the same page. Hey, I may be in charge. I may be the executive VP, talking about Rand, of course, but Brian's my partner, and we are in this thing together. Yes, from the very beginning, it, it's it been a big point for this organization. And yeah, uh, Look, John, it's what Amy wants, and she's the yep, owner. And it's something you can appreciate. It's definitely petty, uh, quite frankly. I love it. How they've gone about it, uh, which if it works, great. If it doesn't, well, we can come back and laugh at it. But, uh, but no, you're right. It, it's been an intentional point from the Titans really since Carthon let go of Mike Vrabel. Or Miss Amy. Well, Miss Amy, more that was more Miss Amy because, you know, listen, Rand had no stroke as far as that goes, as we say in the wrestling business. He had no stroke. He had no say. Now it's his show. He's been, you know, elevated to executive vice president. He's in charge of the coaching staff. He's in charge of the roster building. It's his baby, sink or swim, good or bad. And I think it's a good thing because if things go wrong, what do you fans want? You want to know, who do I blame on this? So if this thing goes to you know what well then we know you know who to, who to point the finger at all right let's go to phones real quick Dana Day. never gonna let you fade away away hi dane back background by burton that's right some days hey, i'm uh, up to it some days i'm not so that's yeah, why hey, we have that as a backup the, the original that's great, man. Hey, li- li- <laughs> Thank you. Listen, glad uh, glad Mushroom Cloud Clay came out of retirement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the blessing sometimes is the curse, but, you know, we'll see where it goes. And, uh, nah, that's all right. Let, let him go. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and uh, Pat did a great job yesterday. It was, it was good listening to the show. It, it was, Thank it you, was, uh, he, he did good. Uh, handled that Eli Gold uh, interview well. So let me uh, – and man, what the Predators are? They're, they're on a six-game uh, winning streak, right? Yeah, now, man. Right? Yeah, they got the win last I'll, night. They're, it, lo- it, 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 it looks like they're they're five points ahead, uh, uh, basically, of the next team in the race for the wild card. So it's looking like they're going to make it. They're going to make the playoffs. Hopefully, uh, they'll keep it going. But anyway, this is kind of this call is kind of a holdover call from Bill King's show. I just got done with a big discussion from. Uh, Patton from uh, Jim and Jupiter. And we were talking about if uh, DeBoer ever lets those good old boys in his office down there in Alabama, that was part of Saban's success. He kept those guys out. Uh, I think if they ever get in there, that they will never leave, and that'll be the end of it. Uh, what's y'all's opinion on that? Well, Dana, I think Nick kind of being – 
not totally involved, but uh, him still being around the program, I think that's going to be huge because he knows what can go and what can stay. I, I think that's going to be massive. I, you make a good point. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a bad thing to have him stick around the program. What a sounding board Seriously. you can you you can have if you you know need some advice on something. Hey, hey, John, when I hear that that song right there, you know what I think? What's that? All stay, all stay. Goodbye. <laughs> See you, Dane. <laughs> oh, he's the best. All right, we come back. Hour number two. Shay Ralph, uh, Vanderbilt women's basketball coach, is going to join us at ten twenty-five. Up ahead, more from the Titans in your phone calls. Stick around. Hour number two coming straight at you. I'm Sherry Preston. The Supreme Court hearing arguments now on the legality of bump stocks. The devices used to make semi-automatic weapons fire more quickly. They were banned after one was used to kill dozens and injure hundreds in the Las Vegas mass shooting. Hundreds of families expected to show up at Alabama's State House in Montgomery today as they protest against the state Supreme Court decision declaring frozen embryos or people. The mayor of Athens, Georgia, getting shouted down during a news conference about the nursing student murdered on the University of Georgia campus, police think, by an undocumented immigrant in the country illegally. And no policies have been adopted by the mayor and commission that have created sanctuary city status in Athens. You need to resign. One protocol that sometimes arises. One protocol. Athens Mayor Kelly Gertz on critics earlier today. Hunter Biden on Capitol Hill right now answering questions from House Republicans. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. Guess what? The Cats are back. The Nashville Cats will be returning to the Municipal Auditorium on April 27th in the season opener against the Minnesota Myth. There will be five total games played at Municipal Auditorium with one additional game played up in Clarksville at FNM Bank Arena on Armed Forces Day on Saturday, May 18th. For player or dance team tryouts or tickets, log on to thenashvillecats.com. 
Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Welcome back for the second hour of JB and the General, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Call or text into the show right now. 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare studio, here's News Channel 5's John Burton and Patton Cook. Hour number two. Of our radio program, JB and the General, right here on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Great to have you with us on a hump day. To use the phrase that the great legendary Leland Statham has often used uh, to describe Wednesday. Patton, as a Nashville native and a proud Nashvillian, I would imagine you've uh, You've spent a good portion of your life watching Leland Stadium deliver the weather on oh News boy. Channel 5. Um, for many, many years, from I'd say probably first grade to 12th grade, uh, from the months of maybe January to February, I was praying every morning that Leland Stadium would call <laughs> my school out of having to go in. <laughs> so you are absolutely right. Absolutely. On the rare occasion that he did, was it like oh. was he was he like the king of the world? Absolutely. We were yeah. shooting fireworks off in our house. Mom included just cuz she didn't have to go to work. Too exactly. Then. Well, shout out to Leland. He is the unofficial uh mayor of Nashville. Absolutely. He is the unofficial governor of the state of Tennessee. If he ran for either, he would win in a right. landslide, and I've told him that many times. We will get Leland on the show at some point. All right, we'll get back to some more of the, what the Titans had to say uh, yesterday at the Combine in Indianapolis. But first, let's go to the phones. Tony in Nolensville. Hi, Tony. Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony. John, you're talking, being a native Nashville, and I have said this past two years now, maybe you count Hope Hines and you count Chris Clark. I've seen five of your coworkers retire. Yeah, Ron House, Vicky Yates, 
Ron House, Vicky right. Yates, um, you know, a Tawanda women off the talk of the town. Tawanda Coleman uh, just retired, which I'm still not over. It's uh, it's, <laughs> it's not yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I've I've, I've watched off watched them for many many years. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, John, I've been waiting for you to get back. I've got a little good human interest story for you, and keeping in uh, theme with the Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw on the news this week, earlier this week, a historical uh, ballpark, and you might be familiar with it, you might have read up on it, up in Patterson, New Jersey, the Hinchliffe Stadium, once the stadium and housing of the black New York Yankees during the Black League. Are you familiar with it? Somewhat. They are refurbishing that stadium making a uh, historical black museum, uh, baseball museum with it. And yeah, commemorating the Negro Leagues. Yeah, I heard about that. That's Yeah. It's really a neat story, John. And uh, got a minor league team playing ball there and got a university called uh, Mount Clare University. Mm-hmm. They're helping the well, Montclair the State, I think. Duration I think it's Montclair State. Museum. Yeah, Montclair State University. Man, it's a great story. If you can go back and see the piece on it is really is really nice it's yeah. really good uh guys today the titans need a cornerback tomorrow it'll be a left tackle mm. the next day it'll be a running back to help spear the next day it'll be another wide receiver i think it gets bounced around week to week day to day we don't know what's inside their minds what they're really going to do what they really we know what positions they need uh, a good draft pick at. And if we know, they, they know, right? <laughs> right, that's the truth. And and the thing is, do you draft for what you need and go get the young player, or do you wait to the free agency and see who gets let go to go get a older player but more of a veteran? And you've got to weigh which position – is going to be more crucial to you. Well, and a lot of times, and John, you know this, Pat, mm-hmm. you too. A lot of times, a lot of teams look at a left tackle offensively as 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 important, every bit of important, as a corner that can shut down an eye. You get a good corner that can shut down that side of the field, you've taken the third of the field away. Right. So it's going to be a major decision where – you know, where they go and what all of our preferences are. So, John, I heard your part yesterday with Darren, but when Darren got off, when y'all got off, it seemed like Darren was really wanting more of a defensive, I mean, a a left tackle. But I think it's all one and the same. I'm going to let you guys talk about it a little bit more, and I'll get off here, guys. Thanks, Tony. Have a good day. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've said this all along, Patton. You can't build your team. With free agency. Right. You can supplement and add to your team. You cannot build a team. In the early days of free agency, in the early 90s, during the Reggie White era, who's like the godfather of modern NFL free agency, it had been that way in baseball for a long time. You know, teams thought that they could just spend a lot of money, do like like baseball, mm-hmm. spend a lot of money and build a team via free agency. It, it's been proven. It just doesn't work. You have to build your team through the draft, and I believe your your key players, right? What does every uh, team need to have? You have you, 
You need a good left quarterback, obviously, right? right? Left tackle, shut down corner, as Tony said, edge rusher. I believe you get those players through the draft and you develop them. You can supplement the rest via free agency. So, and listening to what Rand Carthon had to say, and I like what he had to say yesterday, just the fact that, yeah, we got, you know, the, the, the salary cap has been increased. We got a lot of money under the cap. I guess they have the most money now under the cap. They were two, one, whatever. They're, they're, they're near the top or at right. the top in salary cap space. You can't just go spending, spend, 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 right? You have to draft and develop and supplement through free agency, and you have to make sure, as we were talking about in the hour number one, you got to have money left over to sign your draft picks. You got to have money left over for your emergency fund because somebody's going to get hurt. Yep. You know, it's, it's inevitable. Someone's going to get hurt. And you, you may need to go out and sign somebody. So these are things that GMs have to have to have in their minds. And I like where Rand Carthon's mindset is at um, regarding the money that they have to spend in free agency versus the draft. You have to draft and develop. You have you build your team through the draft. You supplement it yep. through free agency. Well, and you look back at kind of the recent Titans teams, their biggest mistakes and their biggest letdowns for the most part have been their high-money free agent sure. signings. Mm-hmm. I mean, Malcolm Butler was pretty underwhelming when they brought him in. The Julio Jones experiment, although not huge money. You traded a third-round pick for him, and you had to pay his contract out. So that was heavy capital. That's something they got to get better at. The draft is is another thing. I think... I think they found their GM. Rain Carthon, uh, his first class is about as good as it gets, quite frankly. You found your... That's something we don't really talk about. No. The fact that, by and large, that was a damn solid first rookie class. I mean, more than Rain likely, Carthon. you found your franchise running back, and or maybe running back, and more than likely your franchise quarterback in the second and third round. Yeah. And... Uh, who knows what your first rounder will be? We think he's going to be a solid all like pro Skaronsky, type yeah. guy. At left I think guard. he's a Pro Bowl caliber exactly. left guard. So don't I, you? You look up and down. It, it's a nice class. So um, big moves to be made. W H joins us on the show. Good morning, W H. Hey J B, Patton, how are y'all doing? Can I ask you what W H stands for? Is that like top secret? Uh, just my first initial, last initial. Gotcha. That's okay. All. all right. All good. Um, so you know, y'all, I hadn't called in a while. In a while, and um, I've just been busy on the road with work and mm-hmm. so forth. Um, uh, as y'all may remember, I, I well, let, let me preface by saying I wanted to comment on Patton's rant yesterday. I, I heard it on your SoundCloud, um, you know, podcast later in the day. Didn't get a chance to hear it live, or else I would have called in live. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in South Georgia, as a reminder. Both parents went to Vanderbilt. I went to Vanderbilt. I'd never even seen a game at Vanderbilt until I got there in the fall of 1986. And, J.B., you probably remember, we were pretty hot back in 86 to 90. We had Will Perdue and we yep. had a bunch of really good players. We mm-hmm. made it to the Sweet 16 a couple of times. Almost got beat by Danny Manning's Kansas team that won it all um, when I was a sophomore. So, huge fan. I was disgusted by um, whatever dude is on social media saying, you sidewalk fans, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's disgusting to me. I remember getting to Vanderbilt, walking in, in Patton back then. Memorial held actually a little few more people than it does now. They, they've mm-hmm. reduced the seating a little bit over time. They held close to 16,000. And in the fall of 1986, 
the other general, Bobby Tight, came in with Indiana <laughs> and Steve Alford, and yes, uh, your friend Keith Smart. Yeah. Oh God. By the way, he fouled, he fouled out, and he skulked. Out, and he he huffed and puffed all his all the way off court. But anyway, <laughs> I looked around. I was in the student section, which is on the kind of the sideline. The students get a great they get great seats, right? And I looked around. I'm like, again, I've never been in a game there until that fall. I'm like, thank God for all these Nashville people. I mean, there are 1,500 students. There's 16,000 people there, 1,500 students, probably another 1,500 to 2,000 kind of big money donor types sitting on the other side of the court from us. And then the other 13,000 are sidewalk fans. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, it, which I loved, and it contributed to the loudness, the atmosphere, and, you know, I, the sound just reverberates off of that Brico block. Fast forward to another chapter of my life, raising my daughter here in town we had Vanderbilt football tickets from 2003 or so until 2015 which were decent years because it included some of Bobby Johnson and a lot of James Franklin while I was raising my daughter right we had season tickets Vandy Lance sat about five rows in (laughs) front of me and a bunch of Vanderbilt grads and we would take our wives and Vandy Lance a bunch of his cronies and we were just like, this is awesome. We For every one sidewalk fan, we need a 1,000 more. And we're going to lose them. We're going to lose them because we're playing so poorly and everything. Right. Baseball. Right. Ap- Apathy's going to set in, right. Sort of self-important, smarmy, disgusting attitude. I could, I almost thought Patton was like, was trolling us or something. I, I, I It was just <laughs> madness. Anyway, I, I, I applaud you, Patton, for pointing that out. By the way. I'm not some big donor. I'm a little donor. Right. But any big donor doesn't talk about their big donor. I can tell you for a fact, this dude is a nobody in terms of the real heavy. Again, I'm not one. Let me be very clear. But in terms of the real heavy hitters over there who give real serious money, believe me, their sentiment is we want a thousand more patents and we're afraid we're going to lose them. It, it was disgusting. Anyway, I applaud you. Great job, guys. Proud of your new show. It's You're doing fabulous and um uh i'll hop off but thanks for your time wh we appreciate the call thank you for those that don't know um kind of if you can just kind of reset what you were talking about on monday yeah so uh a a former vanderbilt player student um uh, goes by the name mr ceo harvey on twitter uh big jerry stackhouse admirer uh supporter supporter however you want to put it thinks he should be given another opportunity and that's fine and my rant wasn't necessarily that he thinks that Jerry Stackhouse should be the coach next year. That's fine. I've got my opinions. I don't think he should. John, I think we've talked. I don't think maybe you think he should either. But for him, he thinks he should. He's seen enough that he should. Well, he goes on this very personal attack on Twitter to the, quote, sidewalk fans. Right. That, Walmart Walmart Commodore fans. Right. Exactly. That because that up I in, went, Up in Michigan, up in Detroit, they call them Walmart yeah, Wolverines. Right. Yeah. Uh, because that I went there and that I played mm-hmm. football and I, I was a student at Vanderbilt, that, I, that my say should be higher than yours and mm-hmm. that I will never ask for a coach to be fired because I, a Vanderbilt man, am Alum above and that. former player. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I, I'd invite you to go and read the entire tweet. I'm not going to give it any more air. Um, if we do end up getting him on, I've thought about reaching out, but I, I'm, I, I don't know. Well, but, listen, if it gets back to him or if he happens to be listening, you are more than welcome right. to call to give your side. We will shoot you a fair one. 615-844-5600. Anybody that knows this guy, tell him, you know. Right. 
he has a platform. He can come on but, and, and, and say whatever he, he wants within reason. Exactly. Um, but let me just counter by this, Pat. And, sure. I, and I, I, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, no, but you're good. Look at the look at the Vanderbilt baseball team when they won those two national championships. That was a championship, not just for Vanderbilt University. That was a championship for Nashville, Tennessee, for all of Middle Tennessee. How many, you know, so-called sidewalk Commodore fans beamed with pride when right. they won those two national championships? And I've said it. And I've told Corbs this. I said there are people who have, who live in Nashville who've never even set foot on the Vanderbilt campus, and they were beaming with pride when you won those two national championships because they become Nashville's team. They're yep. The unofficial fifth or fourth, you know, professional team in our city. You know, I put them right up there with maybe not quite with the Titans, but you know, Preds, Nashville SC, and then it's Vanderbilt baseball. Yep. And nobody's nobody seemed to mind then. No former alums and players had a problem that time saying, "Oh, too many sidewalk fans, your bandwagon fans, or whatever." Right, and I, I, I maybe he just doesn't get it, but. Every quote unquote sidewalk fan, I, I would venture to say maybe I'm wrong. I'd see ninety percent of them, if they had the means or the brains to go to Vanderbilt, they would have. Sure, but it's just it's a hard school to get into. It's, and it's expensive. It's, it's an a expensive, private university. It, it's hard to get into. It's the Harvard of the South, right? So I just I don't know if he doesn't think it, it takes a special person to love a university. Who, other than living here, has no ties. They didn't go there. They didn't get. Uh, they didn't get no benefit of it, other than going to games and mm-hmm. supporting those student athletes. I'm a so, perfect example. Growing up, less than an totally. hour from Syracuse University. You know, I covered them when I first got into business. But I, you know, as a as a preteen and a teenager, all the way through my adult life, I've been a Syracuse basketball and football fan. Didn't go there. Wanted to go there. Couldn't afford it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Plattsburgh State. But I guess what? I still rooted for Syracuse. Totally. So I, that that is it. I appreciate WH because he made a good point. Just the ratio. I, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of students on this right. campus. So for them to <laughs> fill up a whole arena and say we just want the the, the alums and the uh, the students to go, it just it makes zero sense to alienate eighty five percent of your fan base. We invite you to go back on SoundCloud and listen to what Patton had to say on Monday. It was two days ago. Um, might want to clip that and, and and post that. You know that. Might not be a bad idea. Anyway, all right. Well, when we come back, speaking of Vanderbilt, the women's basketball team, 20 wins for the first time since the 2012-2013 season. And we're going to talk to their head coach, Shay Ralph, coming up straight ahead on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. 
And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Welcome back. WNSR, JB and the General on a Wednesday. Nashville Sports Radio coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. We are presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel, the Vanderbilt women's basketball team. 20 wins for the first time since the 2012-2013 season. And joining us now is the head coach of the Vanderbilt women's hoop team, the great Shay Ralph. Coach, good morning. It's John Burton and Patton Cook. So great to have you on. Good morning. Thank you so much uh, for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here. Well, quick story. So years ago, I worked in Pittsburgh, and you were still at UConn. And the Final Four was in Pittsburgh, so we were you know, going crazy wall-to-wall coverage. Your team was there with Gino, obviously. I think it was uh, Tarazi's freshman year. Sue Bird was still there. And uh, unfortunately, you were injured. But we were there doing our media stuff, and I wanted to get an interview with you, and you were all set to do it, and I and uh, we were all fired up, ready to go, and then your SID stepped in and said, nope, she's not available, they got to go watch film, can't do it, can't do it. I'm like, oh, all right. Oh, no. so, so, what, so here's what happened. Like, I turned around, 
And I looked at you, and you had the saddest look on your face, and you said, I'm sorry. And I was like, aw. <laughs> That's okay, Shay. It's not your fault. I understand. Okay. It was, it was, and then fast forward later on, obviously, you worked in Pittsburgh as an assistant coach with the women's team there. And, um, I think I did a feature on you. So I say all this to say I'm a huge fan of yours going back to your days playing at UConn. And I, I think it's wonderful what you've done, uh, for the women's basketball program here at Vandy. Thank you. Thank you. I, I didn't know where that story was going. I was a little <laughs> nervous, you know. I wasn't, you know, I had a lot to learn in college. So I'm just happy that I didn't do anything that I would have to apologize for, uh, right now. But, um, but yeah, I, yeah, I really loved my experience playing and coaching at UConn and a lot of, of what I brought here to Vanderbilt is, you know, because of the things that I was able to experience there and, and wanting to have obviously a championship program and wanting to win, but also wanting to make um, these young women uh, better and help them go on to lead really successful, productive, happy lives. Well, now, listen, I get it. You're a coach, and I'm sure you, you want to talk about all the things that you know, you would like to see your team do better. but And we'll get to all that. But, Coach, 20, 20 wins. Congratulations. Hasn't happened with this program in a while. I know it's been kind of a roller coaster season. Had the five-game losing streak. But now you've won, I believe, three out of your last four. I mean, 20. do you take a second to kind of, you know, bat flip a little bit and say, hey, we got 20 wins? Yeah, you know, we did some high fives on the bus. Uh, uh, when we were in Arkansas, it was exciting. There's been so many things that have happened here um, in, in a good way, some of them challenging, some of them hard, some of them joyous. I mean, it is, it's part of what we're doing here when we re- revitalize the program. But I've enjoyed it because I have an amazing staff. I have a great group of young women. Um, and 20 wins is a big milestone. It really is. So we try to celebrate uh, things when they happen. And then the next day we wake up and we get back to work. And we're really excited to get on the plane today to head down to Missouri. We still have a lot of work to do left. I mean, there's we're at the tail end of our season, but you know we haven't really accomplished anything yet. We're not a shoe in for the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we have gotten a first round bye in the SEC tournament next week, which is huge. Um, but there's still a lot of basketball left to play. No question about it. All right, coach, I'm going to ask you a very, very obvious question. You ready? Okay. Yes, I'm ready. What has Jordan Cambridge meant to your program? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. You like that's a softball. You sent me up from a home run here. That's, that is a B-piece oh. uh, fastball right down the middle. So feel free to hit it out of the park. <laughs> it, it is. It's, um, it's so I, I've had that question a lot the last week because we have senior day coming up here on Sunday mm. versus Georgia. But it's hard for me to describe adequately what she has meant to our program. So Jordan was a player that was here and had played basketball at Vanderbilt before we took the job. And she had already been through a lot, a ton of injuries, a ton of disappointment. You know, when I first met with the team, they had a lot of things that they wanted to accomplish, and they had a lot of things that they wanted, you know. And and Jordan said, I just want to win, Coach. I just want to win. And from the moment that I stepped on campus, the things that we've asked her to do, the investment that she's made in our program, you know, on the court, the the ways that she's – kind of brought together the community. She's an incredible student as well, so she's really well-known on campus for that. She was president of the SAC committee, student-athlete advisory committee, a couple years ago. She's just one of those players that you don't get a lot, uh, that you don't get to coach a lot in your career. She's 
she's somebody that I value because I know they don't come along often. I may never get another Jordan Cambridge, so we're soaking up every moment with her, and I just want it to end the right way. You know, I want her to experience playing in the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, she's already been through a lot this year. <laughs> you know, she's, <laughs> she's like one limb doesn't have stuff on it. And then the, the game in Arkansas, she gets popped in the face uh. and, you know, loose teeth. But she came mm. back and played and was a big reason that we won the game. She, that's just who she is. You know, she's, she's a fighter. She's resilient. And she defines um, the grittiness of our program. Shay Ralph, uh, Vanderbilt women's basketball coach, joins us on the JB and the General Show. Coach, uh, I want to ask you about the fan support that you've had this year. As the wins started to stack up, you had some real home court advantage at Memorial Gym. How good has that been to kind of have the fans in Memorial and really uh, cheering on your players? It's been incredible. And, you know, I, I remember Vanderbilt, you know, before, what was, you know, like a decade or so ago when Christina Phobe, who's on my staff, was playing, and Ashley Early was a little younger than her. My husband quick, was in quick, quick aside, Coach, not to cut you off, but uh, Christina Fogey is a former News Channel 5 sports intern where I work uh, as well as this radio station, and we loved her. She was great. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's so great. She still holds the three-point field goal shooting percentage here. With oh, she was a baller players. back in the yeah. day, for sure. She was. And then when she was playing, they were you know getting 10,000 people in the stand, sometimes selling out. I remember those days. Um, my husband was an assistant coach when Melanie Balfin was here. And so I, I remember the days of Sweet 16s and Elite 8s and having people here to support the team. I know that we'll continue to get more support as we continue to give them something to support. And, you know, not only on the court, but getting out into the community um, and really connecting with our fans is important to me. I want them to feel like they're part of what we do because they are. And having that home court advantage is huge. I, I wish we would have done a little better with the last one we had <laughs> against Tennessee, but... You know, there's growth, and I'm really thankful to the fans that have continued to come out and support us. I hope to see a lot of people on Sunday, not only for the game, but to um, to give great support to Jordan and Bella Lachance for their senior day. I wanted to ask you about that Tennessee matchup. Of course, such a historic program, and, and you guys have started to have a, a couple good uh, battles back and forth. How important is it to you to kind of be – right near uh, the, the Lady Vols whenever you go up against them in, in SEC play? You know, one thing, I I, um, I don't hide very well. Usually I've, I've gotten better as I've gotten older, but I'm really competitive. I'm you don't have a poker face is what you're I saying? <laughs> My family hates playing games with me. They don't even ask me anymore. You know, <laughs> they're like, you're not any fun unless you win. So just don't come over here. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's part of who I am, and um, and so when we talk about like wanting to compete, our conference is so much fun because every game is so competitive. Uh, I I love to win. I want to win, and so it doesn't matter who's in the other jersey. I I don't even just want to win. I want to like destroy. <laughs> you know. And so love you were like that as a player, Shay. I was. <laughs> I was. I've had, I've had to learn how to temper it a little bit because there's a process to that. But it is who, part of who I am. And there's a huge rivalry, you know. And I, I was at UConn, we had a rivalry with Tennessee as well. But sure. it's a little different here. And so I can feel the importance that, that surrounds that rivalry. But I appreciate the opportunity to compete. You know, I, I played against Kelly Harper. Um, Pat Summit recruited me. I have a lot of respect for their program and what they've done. Um, but I do want to win every game that we play, including the games we play against Tennessee. 
as you know, coaching is a big part of uh, college basketball. Recruiting is as well. You landed the a nation's 10th best recruit uh, in, in Michaela Blakes. How much do you enjoy kind of going into the quote-unquote living room and talking to parents and, and to kids and trying to get them to commit to your uh, your program? I love it. Um, I love the it's, – it's like a mixture of a science and an art. I think if everybody had it figured yeah. out, then you would see – you know, a lot, a lot more teams that have uh, sustained success. But part of what I love about Vanderbilt is the opportunity to maximize your full potential in every arena, right? So we're one of the most prestigious schools in the country, if not in the world. We're in the SEC conference. We're in the city of Nashville. I mean, what's not to love about <laughs> this place? We have an incredible athletic director, our, our, a really tight-knit athletic community and, and student-athlete community. So, I get to go now um, find the, the people who get can come here and be successful at that level in everything they do. I can go recruit globally the best students and the best athletes that I can find. And I think, you know, when you talk about people that come on a visit here, they see that we can separate ourselves that way. For us, what's really important is making sure that they see the progress with our team because I look for winners. So, I look for people who want to win at everything they do. Just like I talked about who I am, I look for that. And and so as we continue to get better on the court, um, that's helped us, you know, with our recruiting efforts um, and also the investment that the university has made in, in Vandy United. We're getting a brand-new building. Um, our facilities are amazing. That also attracts the top students and the top athletes in the world. In the world, you know, we have a, one player on, from Poland on our team that will be playing with our national team this summer. We're recruiting internationally as well. It's really, really, really exciting uh, for us to be able to, to, to do that and to bring people here that can be successful. Shay Ralph is our guest, Vanderbilt women's basketball coach. Now, we talked about Jordan Cambridge, but you've had a number of comp- contributions from a no- number of different players on your team this year, right? Yes, we have, and we've needed them all. Um, so a lot of times, I, I know after our games, I will talk to our team and the media and just say, hey, listen, that was a full team effort. We needed everything that every player gave us today. What I love about that for our players is that they understand how valuable working um, within a team is. So you just never know what's going to happen on a day-to-day basis. I mean, uh, we Hopefully you don't have any referee questions for me. I don't want to get myself in trouble today. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is clear. This is a feel-good interview, I, Coach. <laughs> We're not yes. going to grill you today. <laughs> I, I tell our kids all the time, like, we don't control that. And I and yep. I guarantee you somebody that starts the game and plays a lot for us is going to be in foul trouble. In the beginning, you know, in the first half, it's going to happen. It's out of our control for the most part. Um, so who's going to step up today? Who's ready? How are we preparing that? preparing for that in practice. What kind of matchups are we going to find, you know, that are advantageous for us throughout the course of the game? Are you ready for those? Are you ready to be successful? We need everybody to show up defensively. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get into the game, I need to hear you on the bench. I need you to give us something, whatever that is, to positively impact our team and help us win the game. And I think our team has really understood the importance of that, both on the court, in the locker room, and on the bench. It's super fun. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, as a teammate, as a member of the team, you feel like you matter. And I think that's been really cool for us as a, to, to, to become more cohesive as well. When you get contributions from a freshman like Camille Pierre, how much does that uplift your team? It, you know, it, uh, it really uplifts them because you just never know what you're going to get from freshmen. Sure. If I'm on. You know, you just never know. Um, it, it's like a long season. We've been playing really since June. 
So even for our freshmen, it's long, um, and for our, our returners, because we went to Italy in August, so they didn't get that month to be at home with their families. But, uh, but Camilla showed tremendous growth over the course of the year. And so there's just this idea of what she can become. And I think she's starting to figure it out. Figure it out. Our team is, is encouraging her and showing her, you know, hey, look, your hard work is paying off. And then when you have a player like that, you know, right now she's not really playing like a freshman. That's always helpful when you go down the stretch in March. Well, you mentioned it at Missouri tomorrow, trying to finish out the regular season uh, strong. Obviously, the uh, SEC tournament comes up next week. Uh, what's your scouting report on Mizzou, and how do you, what do you have to do to, you know, finish these last two games strong at Missouri, home to Georgia, home for Georgia, I should say, on yeah. on Senior Day, heading into the postseason. Yeah, so Missouri is similar to Arkansas uh, in some ways because they have so many kids on the floor that can shoot the ball from the three-point line. Um, they have a really dynamic point guard um, that gave us some issues in the second half of our last game. I thought down the stretch, you know, we were we were ahead by 12 points here at home and lost the lead. We made some really crucial defensive mistakes. Their little point guard got a couple picks for layups um, off of our guards. And so those things can't happen. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be a successful team in late February, March, you can't make mistakes that we made, um, in the first game that we played against Missouri and think that you're gonna have success. So we have a scouting report, but really to me, the next two games are about how can we, how can we play the best basketball that we're capable of playing? Cause I don't think that we've seen that yet with this team. And, you know, certainly over the last few games, we haven't shot the ball well. So I'm hoping that we shoot the ball a little bit better. Um, that we stay out of foul trouble, that we take away their first and second options and make sure that we lock up defensively and make everything they try to do really, really difficult. I think if we can do that, um, then then we can come home pretty happy with where we're headed. Coach, final one for you. It, it's been 10 years since this program has made it into the NCAA tournament. One, how big is this going to be for your program? I know you still got some work to do to make it in there. And do you kind of yeah. welcome that pressure of kind of making it back into the big dance again? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, how big? It would be huge. You know, it, it would be huge for uh, growth, our, the vision of our growth. So we, I have a very specific vision of, of how I want this program to be defined and how I want to continue to grow it. And, and what I love about what we've been able to accomplish this year is that it's showing that our process, you know, is working and that we're, you know, we've put our head down and we've, we've put a whole lot of work into the last two and a half, almost three years now. And so there's, we're starting to see some results from that, both from our individual players and, and, and their results and also our team growth when you look at our record and, you know, what we're capable of doing now in this last month of the season. So I, I love that for our program, but I'm, re- I'm trying really hard right now to limit the noise yep. that, that our players are hearing um, because I want them to stay focused on how we've gotten here. We've gotten here by doing the work every day, you know, taking it one game at a time, making sure we're taking care of our bodies, listening to our coaches, to our support staff, um, and, and continuing just to try to get a little better every day. I want them to understand that we're, we've gotten a lot better and we're going in the right direction, but we haven't done anything yet. So we have to stay focused on, especially on these last two games, to make sure that we secure the opportunity to go to the NCAA tournament. Well, Coach, good luck in these last two regular season games as you head to the SEC tournament. It's been 
been a delight having you on today. Absolutely. Great talking with you and uh, continued success. Thank you guys so much. I really enjoyed it. And I'm really glad that I didn't do anything awful in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you were great. Uh, you know, and, okay. and I. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because you know I, it could have gone two ways. I, I was when I was injured, I was not fun to be around. So, so, uh, I'm glad I, I, I didn't do that to you. <laughs> no, you were great. You were great. You've always been great. We appreciate you so much. Have a great day and good luck. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. All right, Shay Ralph. That didn't suck, did it? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. You can't help but root for her in, in that program, right? Not at all. She is she is welcomed on the show anytime. We'll we'll definitely get anytime. her back on. We'll definitely get her back on as we uh, move forward in the basketball season. All right, coming up, the players' grades are out for all thirty-two teams. How did the Titans rank? Find out next. WNSR. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts. From the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, And anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. JB and the General on a Wednesday. We're here to the top of the hour. Jim Rome follows us. And, of course, the McFarlands at 2. Right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We're presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Uh, that was a fun interview with Shay Ralph, wasn't it? Sure was. Absolute pleasure. And go back can, and listen to it. Go out yes. of your way to go back and listen to it. And you, you can't help but be happy for, you know, her and the program. 20 wins. They're, you know, obviously at Missouri tomorrow. And then a uh, senior day, Georgia at home on Sunday. So we'll see how they do in the SEC tournament. I'm definitely pulling for them to make the NCAA tournament. Absolutely. And this is uh, like the men's basketball for a long time was a legit program mm-hmm. in, in the SEC and it's kind of fell off for a little bit, but she has got, she's got it right where it needs to be, right? Kind of near the top of the SEC and they're going to battle it out for a spot in the uh, NCAA tournament. Yeah. And, uh, I, I certainly hope they make it. All right. You were telling me that the, the annual players, the anonymous players poll, the NFL players poll, they rank the 32 NFL teams based on a number of criteria, correct? Correct. This is the second annual NFLPA uh, report card for NFL teams. Um, so the, so they vote. They don't have to give their names, obviously. Correct. Right? Okay. Uh, so the categories are food slash cafeteria, the right. locker room, training room, training staff, weight room, strength coach, team travel, and head coach was a new category this year, mm-hmm. and uh, the owner is the new category. Okay. So uh, this year, we'll, we'll start good first. Uh, food and cafeteria. Well, for the, for the Titans, right? Uh, for the Titans, for okay. the Tennessee Titans. Yep. Was a B. Uh, that moved from a B- minus last year. Okay. Uh, the locker room was a C-plus compared to a C last year. Yeah, you know, I've been in the Titans locker room a number of times. It seems like it looks fine to me. Training room last year was a B-minus. This year got voted a C-plus. Wow. Uh, well, tra- we're not allowed in that area, so I couldn't, yes. I couldn't speak on it. Training staff uh, went from an A-minus to a B, which they're no longer. Well, uh, strength coach, at least, is no yeah. longer there for the Titans. Not sure and Callahan is yet to hire a strength coach. Correct. We talked about that yesterday. They're hoping to get that done within the next few weeks. Weight room went from a B to a B-plus. Uh, the strength coach got an upgrade, but he got fired mm. uh, from a B to a B-plus. <laughs> now, here is where uh, much discussion has go well, i'll wait for the last one uh head coach uh last year also got fired uh b plus hmm. for mike vrabel i mean that's pretty good in a team that went six and eleven last year the owner got a b plus good on amy uh and then uh second to last one nutrition and diet was a b okay. now the major mark and has been at least for last year team travel for the tennessee titans was an f last year an f it was an F last year. It okay. was an F again this year. What is going on with that? I mean, don't they charter all their? Don't they take a chartered flight to all their away games? And yeah, someone made yeah. a great point. Uh, are they staying in the Motel Six and spot, uh, flying Spirit Airlines right. uh, to, to some of these games? 
I understand money's tight, but you know, I mean, I would think that you know, it's a it's a chartered flight. It's comfortable seating. I would imagine they're staying in you know four to five star hotels on the road. I would guess, John, if you had to guess, which organization was number one? Hmm, that is a good question. I'm going to say the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are up there, but not in the top 10. Think uh, Pittsburgh Steelers? Nope. Think uh, a, a, a city that everyone would love to be in. Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Miami Dolphins were the number one team. The Vikings, oddly enough, were number two. And apparently to the uh, president of the NFLPA, J.C. Treader, uh, those two were far and away the best organizations. Really? J.C. Treader played for the Cleveland Browns. Yep. I'm sure they're, they're they're probably not happy to hear about <laughs> that. So 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 a mixed bag of grades for the Titans, basically. Mixed bag in the uh, Washington Washington Commanders for the second straight year were dead last. Oh yeah, 30. yeah. They got they got some work to do. But Snyder's out of there. So yep. I mean, I'm I'm no Washington fan. Being a Giants fan, they're a rival of mine. But uh, you know, for the players' sake, I hope they can have a yep. a better experience. All right. So when's When's the report card coming out for uh, WNSR Nashville Sports Radio? <laughs> um, first of the year? I don't know. Well, the first year has just happened, so I don't know. Well, you ponder that. We'll take our final break, come back, and close up shop. Stay with us. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million. All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Attention business owners. WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's Sports Radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today. 800-617-0239. 
by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, coworkers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's a Bill King show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future. The new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12. The 12-team playoff. The lawlessness. The constant change. But now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Wrapping up a Wednesday edition of the show here. Quickly to the phones, R.D. and Kalioka. Hi, R.D. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm going to go ahead and give an early uh, report card to the JV and the general show. An indisputed A+. Oh, you are too kind, sir. Thank you. Yes. And one more time, I want to brag on Pat. What a hell of a job he did doing everything by himself yesterday. You got, you, got yourself a gem in that one. All this will be his someday. I don't doubt it at all. Keep up the good work, guys. Thanks, R.D. Appreciate it. All right, so you got more on those uh, report cards from the NFL teams, yes, correct? going a little more in-depth here. Uh, the Titans players raised two issues that stand out from the survey. The first is the club's travel accommodations. As players are designated to sit in the back of the plane where many players don't fit in the seats, while the staff sits in first class. Also, the Titans are one of only seven teams that make some of their players have roommates the night before games. Players want to be able to prepare for the game without having to share a room. Now, the second issue, and boy, oh boy, is this going to bring some uh, knees to the ground. The second issue that was raised was the field surface at the stadium. Before the 2023 season, the team decided to switch from natural grass to a surface to synthetic uh, consistent with how players responded across the league on the question of NFL services, 92% saying they prefer natural grass to synthetic. Titans players responded with disappointment that they moved from grass to artificial. See, that's the thing. I never understood. Like Somebody has still has to explain to me why the Titans going from natural grass to a synthetic surface is better for player safety. This is a team that has set NFL records for most players injured and replaced over the last three years. I don't understand it. I still don't understand it. Nobody's been able to explain it to me. 615-844-5600 if you know why. You know, you got a couple minutes. I mean, that turf didn't help us run around fast out there. It made the other team run faster on on a lot of occasions. (laughs) And that's one of the things Callahan and uh, Carthon talked about, right? A lot yesterday was yep. team speed. We need, we need more team speed. That was a big point. And not only just the wide receivers, they mentioned defensively, they want to get a little more faster. Of course, the Mike Vrabel defense was more 
the big brunt kind of physical type, and they still want to be physical. But he said on his way out the door, he said, we got to get faster defensively. Right, but yeah. never really made... It never really, yeah, followed through Never made it. changes to that. So that, that's been a big... A big thing at the uh, at the at the combine yesterday. So, yeah, they got some work to do, and they'll start their interview interview processes, I believe, today. Yeah, and um, players will hit the field tomorrow, starting for their individual workouts. What you make of what Callahan had to say about Traylon Burks? I thought he he kept it real. I mean, he yeah. was he was diplomatic. He was nice, but he basically put it out there. It's like it's kind of on him now. Put him in his place. I thought a little bit, and put all the. All the pressure on him, I, I thought. We're basically saying he's got to get right that we can have him out on the field. And Hard to argue. That, and he just came in, John, so somebody had to have told him that because he, he couldn't have known that from Cincinnati. So uh, this is a wide-thought, um, really, idea, I guess, within the Titans organization that they got serious problems with how Traylon Burks goes throughout his business, which is <laughs> not encouraging. No. For a guy who needs a big year. No, it's it, it, it's not. So, and he's a great kid, and hopefully he can pick it up because, look, a lot of pressure's on him. But you know, this is the NFL. Stands for not for long if yep. you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. All right, great show today, Pat. Appreciate it. Thank you, John. All right, uh, the McFarlands come your way two to four this afternoon, and we'll be back tomorrow with more fun and shenanigans and hijinks. Jim Rome is next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day.